The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rains fell, floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, but it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. And everyone who listens to these words of mine but does not act on them will be like a fool who built his house on the sand. The rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and buffeted the house. And it collapsed and it was completely ruined. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Have a seat. Who likes pudding? What kind of pudding? What kind of pudding? Chocolate. Easy, right? What other kind of pudding? Yeah. What was it? Strawberry. Strawberry. Good. Over here? Chocolate, strawberry. Yeah. Vanilla. Tapioca? Okay. <laughs> so, so the reason I ask about pudding is because pudding is very, very much tangled up with today. See, that prayer that we use to start the Mass, it's called the Collect because it kind of collects all of our thoughts to start off the day, right? It, it began with the words, stir up, O Lord. Used to be the prayer for last Sunday. And, and the reason for it was this. This time of year, people make foods that take time to cure or to sit. And the famous one is the Christmas pudding. Now, British Christmas pudding that lasts, that goes away for a month, doesn't taste like our chocolate or vanilla or strawberry pudding out the box. But what happens is uh, the family makes the pudding, which is much more like a cake for us, and then it gets set aside for a whole month. And, and you pour special things on it to keep it, and you have to kind of tend it and check on it every few days to make sure that it's exactly what it needs to be so that when Christmas comes, the food's ready. But it takes a whole month to prepare the cake. In my family, my dad does this with cream. In old times, uh, your, your milk wouldn't last very long before pasteurization, and so you'd add stuff to it to keep the cream up. Grown-ups like the stuff you add to it, so you'd set it aside for a whole month so that the, the cream and all the stuff that went with it could sort of cure. And in this time of year, it'd be cold enough that when you go to get that cream out, it'd be hard, almost like ice cream. This is probably why Father likes ice cream so much. So last Sunday used to be called Stir Up Sunday. I guess now it's Stir Up Thursday. But however it works, the idea is that if at the beginning of Advent, you do something, you write something, you make something, you say something, and then you set it aside. And you let it cure, change, settle for a month. It was a little bit like, who had turkey on Thanksgiving? I got a confession. I didn't have turkey on Thanksgiving. The place where I was going, that isn't what they serve, but whatever. All right, so you had turkey. 
Who could smell the turkey before the turkey was ready? Who could smell it like a long time before it was ready? And who was hungry way before it was time to eat? Yeah. Now, it's hard, right? Because once you start smelling all the good foods in the house, the turkey and the potatoes and the pies and all the good stuff that you're going to eat, it, like the smell makes you hungry. I got to be honest. Some days I come in to open up the church and I can already smell the, the lunch from downstairs and I get hungry. And it's like before you guys even get here. <laughs> so you have to sit with that smell all morning and it makes you more hungry. But what happens is by the time you get to the meal, it tastes better because you've been sitting with the smell all day. It's had to kind of cook you even while it was cooking the food. Advent is like a slow cooker for the church. We're in like God's instant pot and, and it's not set on a very high setting, right? We got to go long and slow because some of this stuff just has to cook in us for a while. Maybe what needs to cook in you this year is patience. Because there's another kid in your class that's really driving you crazy. And you kind of want to pop him, but you don't because you know you get in trouble. But you're still not very nice to him. Maybe this year, what God's calling to cook in you is obedience. It's just hard to mind the teacher. You know you're talking too much, and you know she's not wrong when she corrects you, but you got something to say. Maybe what's cooking in you is care for people you don't even know yet. It's one of the service projects that we're doing for the poor. Whatever it is, let it find the place for it to sit inside today, and then let it just rest there. Let it rest. Let it cook. And then on Christmas, you can take it out, and you can offer that that's been sitting in you all this time, not to yourself or the people around you, but to Jesus himself. 